Hi, and welcome to the next edition of the Interlude podcast series with Circle, the Center for International Relations and Cultural Leadership Exchange at the University of Washington. My name is Felipe Martinez, and I serve as Executive Director for Circle. Thank you for joining us today. This podcast is the first of two that will discuss internships for undergraduate international students. The podcast today will focus on getting started with the process of finding an internship and things to keep in mind as an international student, while the second podcast will focus on tips for success. Before we get started, it is important to note that both podcasts will assume that the student and the internship are physically located in the United States. If you have specific questions about internships while studying from your home country, please reach out to ISS directly. Our guests today are Kiva Gilbert from the ISS office and Kaylin Galpon from the Information School. So Kaylin and Kiva, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I was wondering if to get us started, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and the work at the your work at the university. Yeah, so I can dive in. My name is Caitlin Goldbaum. I am the Assistant Director for Career Services in the Information School. I've been in that role for just over a year, um, but I've been at the University of Washington for about six years in a number of different capacities. I've worked in human resources, I've been an academic advisor, and I've also worked as a career coach. Um, I work with a lot of international students in my current work as an Assistant Director for the iSchool. Um, it's a population I really love to support support and I'm really excited to be here. I'm glad to have you, Kaylin. Thank you. Kiwi? Yeah, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Kiwi Gilbert. I'm the Assistant Director for Student Services and Compliance in the International Student Services Office here at UW. I have worked in our office here in the ISS for about three years in a couple of different roles, but I've been working with international students in the greater Seattle area for almost 10 years now through a variety of roles from admissions to looking closely at work experience, work authorization, and now in this role as the assistant director in the ISS office. Great, thank you, Kiwi. So the topic that we have today, we're talking about internships. But one of the things that I feel, you know, like a lot of students when they start higher education, especially international students too, you know, we we encourage students to take, uh, to partake in internships, but we don't necessarily take the time to define what an internship is. So I was wondering if, Caitlin, uh, if you could just get us started with a conversation by telling us, you know, what is an internship? Yeah, absolutely. So an internship is really an experience that's focused on student learning. And that's really the critical piece. There's always a learning component to an internship. It can really be a supplement to what's happening in the classroom. And it's a chance to give students real world experience that can often help shape their career goals. So it's a great way to try out a career that you might be interested in without fully, co fully committing to a full-time job. Um, and it can also be a great Great way to just explore different pathways and connect with employers and build out a network. I think a really big difference between an internship and a job is that internships are usually over a much shorter period of time. So usually an internship would happen over one to two quarters. That often happens over the summer, but that's not the only time that you can do an internship. And there's a lot of really great value from doing an internship. So it's a place where you can be learning new skills. You can really apply classroom learning in a real world setting, in a professional setting, and get a sense of how is everything that's happening in my classes applicable to what I might do in my future career. 
It's also a great place to discover new industries or career paths that you might be interested in. And then, as I mentioned, a really great opportunity to start building out your network, which can often lead to full-time opportunities once you graduate. Thank you, Kaylin. So it's it sounds like it's a great opportunity. It's a great experience to explore, to be able to see whether or not we want to commit to a particular field. And it sounds like it's a great benefit for, for students as a whole. But Kiwi, I'm wondering now if there's uh, things that international students need to keep in mind when they're considering internships. Yeah, definitely. And as experiential learning and internships and practical experience in your field become more and more important in higher education, um, it's important for students to remember, for F1 students to remember that um, to be eligible for taking part in, in many of these opportunities, they have to consider uh, what work authorization they might need as an F1 student. So when we're talking about internships for F1 international students, we're primarily talking about um, a form of work authorization called Curricular Practical Training, or CPT. Um, eligibility for CPT uh, factors that would include um, having completed at least an academic year of full-time study. Um, students have to be in a major, so to be eligible for CPT, we unfortunately, um, that's not an option for pre-major students yet, but once you're in a major um, and have completed a full-time year of study, um, that would make you eligible in, in, you know, with other elements as well. Um, you have to earn credit in your academic department. So for international students, there's this credit component internships. Um, either the work is required by the degree, meaning that everyone who graduates with that specific degree has to do some kind of experiential learning or internship or practicum, or that the work experience is integral to completing that degree. So it's either required by the degree or it's you know, very critically important to completing that degree. Um, additionally, to be eligible for CPT, um, a student has to have that job offer already. So the internship offer has to be secured before they can be eligible um, to apply for the permission to work. Mm -hmm. One other thing to consider for international students too is, um, you know, work authorization, we know this is such an important factor in deciding to come to the United States to study. Getting that opportunity to get practical hands-on experience in your field of study is so important. Um, and CPT is just one of those ways. I, we won't talk too much about it today, but another form of practical training is optional practical training. Um, and so these two kind of work together in some ways in that a student who has been authorized for um, full-time curricular practical training, CPT, that might have an impact on their future possibility to apply for OPT, the optional practical training. So these are conversations that we'll talk a little bit more about later on, but, um, you know, important for international students to consider long-term planning when they're thinking about internship and work authorization as a student. Thank you, Kibi. That's amazing information and definitely things that international students need to keep in mind when considering internships. Uh, so both of you already uh, did a really good job in you know explaining what an internship is, but also like the benefits. But I'm wondering for the students that are out there, um, how do how do they go about and find an internship? Yeah, so I always recommend a three part approach um, to starting an internship internship search. So the first place to find internships is going to be really 
big job and internship boards, Handshake is a really great starting point for our students. There are thousands of internship opportunities in there specifically for UW students. So that's something that's unique about Handshake. It really is employers specifically looking to recruit University of Washington students. So that's a great starting point, but I wouldn't suggest just looking there. I also suggest looking directly on the websites of companies or organizations that may have opportunities of interest because most companies maintain their own job and internship boards. And for larger companies that have internship programs, they will often just post those on their company websites. But then the third part of the approach, and this is perhaps the most important part, is going to be incorporating network networking into your job search or internship search. So you can start by reaching out to the people already in your network, your family, friends, professors, and advisors who may know about opportunities that would be of interest to you. But if you don't have anyone in your current network who is in your field of interest for an internship, you can also think about setting up conversations with University of Washington alumni. Um, they have really great advice and they may also be able to share opportunities with you at the companies that they're working at. So you can find alumni to be setting up conversations with in a few different ways. Um, one is on LinkedIn, and then there's also a great platform called Husky Landing that was launched by the Alumni Association that's actually just a collection of alumni from the University of Washington who are looking to support our students. So having those conversations with alumni and working professionals is another great way to find out about internship opportunities. Thank you, Caitlin. So take, take, definitely taking advantage of that Husky network, right? Yes. Thank you. Um, and then Kiwi, uh, I don't know if you had anything to add in terms of uh, how international students could potentially fight internships. Yeah, definitely. And I, I want to plug to um, Handshake. I believe, Caitlin, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there are ways that international students can identify positions that, you know, um, are flagged for CPT or are flagged for OPT or things like that. Um, so tools that already anticipate your needs and looking for an internship are really helpful. Um, you know, kind of echoing the network and the your your classmates and fellow international students who have gone through this process are always um, great resources to kind of bounce ideas off of or get recommendations. When it comes to looking for like the internship offers that you'd like to apply for, um, one thing that we do recommend is that because um, CPT, the C stands for curricular, um, you know, it requires that departmental support and has to be tied to your major. We do recommend that for any internship or practical training opportunity, um, you know, be in touch with your academic department, be in touch with the Career and Internship Center, make sure that that work opportunity is tied to the curriculum of your department. Um, so just making sure that that piece is part of it because you want to make sure that you're investing time and opportunities that are gonna be a good fit for you and the kind of work authorization that you're eligible for. Thank you, Kiwi. I appreciate that both of you, Rena, reminded students that they don't have to do it alone, right? Not only in terms of finding the internship, you know, like, like Kayleen mentioned, making sure that they connect with alumni or use the different resources that the university uh, offers. But Kiwi, thank you for reminding students that advisors are a great resource as well in terms of being able to help them find uh, internships that are related. to their major. 
Okay, so now let's say we have students that are listening and they're really excited about potentially finding an internship. What I'm wondering is that when do you recommend that students start the process to look for an internship? Yeah, so this is a little bit of a tricky question because a lot of it depends on the industry that a student might be interested in. So some industries like consulting, often the tech industry, they'll begin recruitment for internship programs in the fall, sometimes really early fall. A lot of these bigger companies um, think about recruiting students on a semester system, which can be a bit of a challenge for our students on the quarter system at the University of Washington. So for students who are interested in some of those those industries, I do recommend starting the process of getting your application materials in really great shape over the summer is a great time to do that. And the Career and Internship Center is open throughout the summer. So you can connect with a career coach to get some feedback on your materials. Um, that being said, for most industries, um, recruitment is really happening winter and spring quarters. So there is a lot more time than students sometimes think they have in terms of when opportunities are being posted. Um, there are even some uh, internships that get posted in mid to late spring. So there are definitely opportunities that are being posted throughout the year. Um, a lot of times students, if they don't have an internship lined up by the end of winter are really worried that they won't be able to get a summer internship. Um, and I would just say, don't despair. There are definitely a lot of internship opportunities that get posted throughout the year. I think right now I just checked, there's almost 3000 internship opportunities posted in Handshake. Um, and we're almost at the end of winter quarter. So definitely continue looking if you haven't found something. A lot of companies are hiring right up until the end of the school year. Awesome. Thank you, Caitlin. And then Kivi, I know you already talked about, you know, timing in regards with students and then being able to uh, be in a major, but I'm wondering if there's anything else that you wanted to add regarding uh, when to look for an internship and perhaps with uh, aligned with CPT. Yeah, definitely. So, that timeline is so important, what Caitlin was talking about, you know, that industries are starting these searches and recruiting periods so early on in the academic year. And that's, that's great for students who need to apply for CPT because it means they're learning more information about potential opportunities, um, ideally long before those opportunities will begin, before you'll start that internship activity. Um, so once a student has found an internship and has accepted an offer, that's really when the CPT application process begins. Um, so ideally that is happening at least, the very least, um, a few weeks ahead of when that employer would like you to start because it's going to take some time for you to apply to the ISS office for the CPT authorization. So, you know, the timing is, is important because you want to make sure that you have everything taken care of from an immigration perspective so that you can start that internship without concern for waiting on an application or waiting for approval um, or needing additional follow-up information. Thank you, Kiwi. So it's very important for students to follow up with ISS before they take accept the internship, correct? Um, not necessarily before, but once they have accepted the offer, that's the time that they'll want to start working with us. Awesome. And then, so once the, the student ha has an offer in place, uh, what are the next steps? Yeah, I mentioned before that it's important to be in touch with the department, your academic department. So a student should have an open communication with their department advisor, or if there's a department um, career advisor or career coach, because the application, the CPT application process is really two parts. 
Um, the first is the student's request. So the student will provide information to the ISS office. Um, the second part is the departmental approval. So because this is a curricular experience that is supporting the student's studies, um, the department has to sign off and say, yes, this opportunity meets our curriculum um, and provide additional information for us. So working with your department advisor and having that connection going before you're requesting the CPT authorization is really critical. Um, you'll also have to give them, a student would have to give them details about the opportunity, such as the name of the employer, um, a description of that work experience or the internship and how it is connected to the major. Um, and then once they've provided that information to the department, um, they can go ahead and submit that application. Sharing the information ahead of time is really helpful for both, well, for all three parties involved. The student, you know, having that connection with their department, the ISS office, because then it allows us to process the application as quickly as our processing time allows. And then of course the employer benefits from that as well because it means their employee is um, authorized and ready to start work when they're hoping that they will. Awesome. Thank you, Kibi. And then, Kaylee, do you have any tips for students uh, once they have an, off an offer in place for an internship? Yeah, so I think once you have the offer in place, um, start thinking about how you really want to maximize this experience. So think about, you know, are there employees at the company that you're hoping you'll be able to set up informational interviews with or conversations about the work that they're doing? Start to do a little bit of self-reflection. What are some of the skills you're really hoping to develop in this internship experience? And once you start the internship, make sure to share those with your supervisor so they'll be able to really tailor your internship experience to make sure you're able to develop some of those skills or work towards some of those goals that you may have set for yourself. So doing some of that reflection and preparation work before you even start the internship will really allow you to maximize that experience and really get the most out of it while you're working as an intern. Thank you, Kaylin. Valuable information for sure. So before we go, uh, I'm wondering, you know, because both of you mentioned timing, you know, different processes and people that that need to uh, that could potentially help students, but also they need to be part of the, the process to make sure that students secure the internship. So I'm wondering if after listening to the podcast, if there's any students that have any questions, how do you encourage them to follow up? I can start. So I'll do a big plug for the Career and Internship Center. Um, they put on a lot of fantastic workshops about internships, including some specifically for international students um, that has a lot more detail than we were able to cover in the podcast today. So definitely look for those workshops and also feel free to set up a one-on-one -on -one coaching appointment um, to just get a little bit more support, whether that's refining your resume or cover letter, preparing for an interview, or just really thinking about how you want to maximize that internship experience. Um, they also have a lot of great resources on their website and recordings um, of short videos um, about lots of different career pieces. So definitely encourage you to check out their website as well. Yeah, and um, from our side of the house, um, the ISS side, we have um, drop-in advising available in winter quarter. Um, we're available Tuesday and Thursday mornings and Wednesday afternoons, that's Pacific time. Starting in spring, we will be available on Tuesday mornings, Wednesday afternoons and Thursday afternoons. So that's an opportunity for students to come and meet with an advisor face-to-face -face via Zoom. Um, but, you know, 
to ask quick questions or to get follow-up advising um, kind of real real-time information from us. Additionally, we have our CPT information session that's recorded and available on demand on our website. The web link is iss.uw.edu slash recordings. We also have a CPT orientation course, which is a module that's built into our website where students can navigate the regulatory requirements and best practices. And so that is a really great place to start. So if you're Maybe you're a pre-major student or you're early on in your internship search. Definitely check out the orientation course because it will really guide you through those immigration components that will be critical for getting that approval. Thank you, Kivi, and thank you, Caitlin. This has been extremely informative. Like, personally, I learn a lot. And then one of the things that I, that I really appreciate is that both of you are reminding students that they don't have to do this alone. Right, just in the, the many resources that you just listed, there's different ways for students to find help uh, when looking for an internship. So I, I really appreciate that. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening to our podcast today. Make sure to listen to the second episode of this series that will focus on tips for success while doing an internship. Also, feel free to check out all of the events that Circle has planned by visiting our website at circle.ew.edu. You can also reach us via email at uwcircle.ew.edu. We look forward to seeing you again, and please subscribe to our podcast so you'll be able to stay in the loop.